Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Newfound Liberty. My name is uh, Sean Babcock. I am the host, and uh, I'm your favorite Russian bot. But today I'm joined by uh, two really good friends of mine in the Liberty Movement. Uh, I have Miss Jessica here, Jessica Ashley. Hi. And then Esther down here, the, the queen of consent. I like to label you <laughs> as the queen of consent because you're such a good champion for it. Anyway, Are you the uh, goddess of consent. Yeah, there you go. Goddess, even perfect, you know. Well, <laughs> I, I need another Patreon. Like, I, I could totally use one. So, um, well, if you guys wouldn't mind, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about our background into uh, what brought us to the liberty movement. Uh, why don't you go ahead and go first, uh, Esther, and uh, let us know where you're from where and how you got here and uh, what turned you all on to this. Okay, so I, or I'm in what a lot of libertarians like to call California. I'm in Los Angeles. I was born in like Loma Linda. I grew up in Palm Springs, actually. So I, I think that's like more of the beginning of it. Mm. Um, so I grew up in Palm Springs everyone there was a Republican, including all the gays and the, you know, like the whole LGBT movement, like back then, everyone was like a Republican. And then my parents were Democrats. Um, and I didn't want to be a Democrat. And I've always been like the black sheep, the odd duck, like the weird one. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, well, I've never been like everyone else. So I'm like, I'm gonna not be like my parents. So I was like, okay, at seven, I think uh, Bush was speaking. And we got to give the guy some credit. He speaks incredibly well. Like, uh, he, it's he was BS. very likable. He was a likable guy when he got on camera. I mean, he sounded a little mm -hmm. ridiculous every now and then, but he was likable, you know? Yeah, no, he speaks incredibly well, even though it's like all I'm bull. super judgy. I'm like, no. No, yeah. well, I, also, <laughs> like, no. I also think he's like kind of attractive, which is weird, but... All right, wait, is this, is this senior we're talking about or junior? Which one no, are we talking about? Junior, baby. Junior, okay. All right, junior. Because that's what I was talking about. I was like, well, he does like stupid things. Yeah. Although Dave Smith had the like, whole like, cutesy. you could have a beer with George Bush, you know, like be like, you didn't know yeah, what you're doing, like, right? And he'd be like, he's kind <laughs> I of a no dork. Idea, you know? <laughs> he's kind of a dork, you yeah. know? Didn't everybody um, steal the W's from like the White House keyboards one time? Uh, no, I, I mean, I haven't heard like, that. I swear that was a thing. <laughs> I remember someone like stole the W keyboards from the White House and my mom was just like, oh, I can't believe they did that. I was little. So I was like, that's funny. I'm like, I'm sure they I got don't... some W's hanging around somewhere. I mean, they usually do. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. OK, I just I just got what you just said. I just processed it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm so slow right now. Anyway, um, so he was speaking. I was seven. Um, and then I came home going, Bush, 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 because I was like a stupid seven-year-old kid. <laughs> and then my dad got so mad, you guys. He was like, no, we're voting for Gore. You can't like be on Bush's side, blah, blah, blah. And my parents you were like, were, like seven, super right? hardcore, like, yeah, I was seven. <laughs> was so like, like you, you, were, you were gonna go to the voting booth and vote for Bush. He's like, no, can't have him. Well, <laughs> yeah. Good lord. My are crazy. They're like the crazy Christians that you know. You're just like, oh god. Um, but they're also Democrats, so you're just like, oh god, even more. Like as a libertarian. But um, no, they were super mad about it, and I was like. So I think I did it even more. And I was like, you know what? I'm a Republican now. And like, I think it took like a month where my dad was like, okay, fine. I'm a Democrat. You're a Republican. Fine. Whatever. And like he's like, you don't even know. It? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. accepting that I'm not going to be like him. And I think I was like, 
I'm just gonna do it even more like I'm gonna be a Republican because you're a Democrat and like he's like you don't even know what it, or a lot of people told me like you don't even know what a Republican means when you find out you're gonna be a Democrat and so <laughs> I go through the rest of my crazy childhood um just being like yeah I'm a Republican like I like Bush and I was like I I never liked the wars though like even as a kid I was like what's up with the wars like Oh, what's up with the war? <laughs> what's up with the wars? That's like, a good campaign slogan. Can I cuss? I <laughs> are, are we allowed to cuss on here? Oh, absolutely. Or should I bleep it out? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can, <laughs> yeah. You Basically, can. like, I, I'm like my uh, my uh, my cousin. The last episode was just like the state always has to put its dick in everything, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Maybe we've gone a little okay. too far here. So, I agree with that. <laughs> I said the other day. I think somebody was like, oh, that should be like your slogan, like "fuck them ho ass wars." <laughs> That's not like, a bad slogan. Seriously, like "fuck them ho ass wars." Like, <laughs> I don't want to be too loud because there's people. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was. Just like i'm not into the war thing but i mean i like everything else like i'm like mm-hmm. i'm not opposed to everything else um so anyway so i went throughout my life um it was senior year in high school and my uh my teacher my like government economics civics whatever teacher was like you're when you find out you're gonna decide you're gonna be a democrat and i was like I'm not like, She's like no, a teacher just never, like, well, let me just remind like, you that somehow you're going to be molded into a, a Democrat <laughs> voter at yeah. some point. Like way to like, just come out the gates with that. Appreciate that. <laughs> I was like, I'm never, I was like, I'm never going to be a Democrat and never, ever, ever going to be Democrat. And by then I knew more about the Democratic Party than the Republican Party. And everything I was seeing was so hypocritical from my parents, from the party, just mm. like all of the lies that like, have you guys seen that video where like Hillary like lies for 30 minutes straight? Like it's like a compilation. Well, you could pick most of the things whenever Hillary speaks and you can just yeah, call it I was that. But... Say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Every word that comes out of her mouth is a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, I hate the Democrats. And like, honestly, too, it's funny because I've been, I have received more like racist remarks, more, you know, hatred, more discrimination from the liberals or the democrats than i ever have from the republicans because let me tell you in texas in where i was living in like a mostly republican area the worst racism i received wasn't even racism it was like color blindness but the thing is like they treated me as like a white person as one of them and they didn't see my race and i honestly prefer that a hundred times over Okay, so like blindsiding, they're like, you don't have that dark of skin. So we're just gonna, we're just, we're just gonna look over that. They didn't even treat me like they didn't talk about me being Asian at all or Mm. Korean. They just, they treated me like another white person. And I was just like, so they treated you like a person? No, like a white person. Like they didn't acknowledge my race. So they treated you like another person? Like another person? Well, they like to say that there's this thing of like colorblindness, like where you don't acknowledge someone's race. So like you're, you say like well, very microaggressive well, things. Well, I hate that because I spent my entire life was spent on being like, you should not be looking at race. You should see people yeah. as individuals. And now all of a sudden it's like, you're racist if you don't. And I'm like, well, what the hell am I supposed I to do I'm with this like, information? Yep. What am I supposed to do? Pick a side. Right? um, I was like, make up your damn mind. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. No, but I think that was like a lot of the Republican Party too, because like they don't talk about 
like when I was in the Republican Party, like during college, like the first few years of college, um, just interacting with them, it was never about race. Like they never acknowledged that I was like another color. Mm. It, they just we just all treated each other I think so I prefer colorblindness and I prefer like you know being treated like a, a person yeah. as opposed to like I don't know <laughs> being like, stereotyped by your race yeah exactly or and even having should... people go out of their way to make elaborate like eggshells mm-hmm. to walk on because they don't yeah. want to hurt like offend you or something yeah. like that I feel like um, that's kind of disingenuous but but what I really hate about what I actually really hated about the Democratic Party the entire time was you're Asian, you're a woman, you have to vote Democrat. Yeah, it's 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 one of their boxes, right? Yeah. If you fall into like, these categories, you, then you you're supposed to, to fall. Do this identity politics are great. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. Wonderful. I hate it. So well, unless you want to label me a libertarian. Thanks. And just a disclaimer to all of our previous Democratic voting friends who decided to stumble upon liberty that like, like, don't worry, like you're, you're going to, you're going to come in contact with all this type of crap once you start to realize things, just to let you know, um, (laughs) we're not, we're not outing one side of the party. I promise you, we got issues with them all, (laughs) you know, because my main issues are with Republicans. So uh, so here we go. Okay, so um, sorry, back to me finding the liberty movement. Uh, my uh, my teacher, though, that told me that I was going to be a Democrat. He was like, you know, if you want to vote, like, he's like, this 2012 election is going to be so bad. Everyone running sucks. Like, it was like a private conversation between him and I. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like with the whole class. Um, he was like a father figure, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of took me under his wing because like, well, my parents suck. <laughs> but He kind of mm-hmm. took me under his wing. And like, he was like a great father figure and he was like if you're gonna vote for someone it's ron paul like he's like the only decent person and so that i like that all right Uh man i got you (laughs) who is this ron paul so i started i actually still have my ron paul 2012 sticker um yeah it's jelly (laughs) so I looked into this guy and I looked into all the other Republicans and I was like this is the best one like this is the one that I agree with the most and I started looking more into the party and I was like huh like I don't agree with everything but I agree with it more than I agree with the Democratic Party Mm -hmm. Um, and then I did post a sorry tangent I did post a status recently that said I'm a hundred percent economically right-winged and I'm socially not right-winged at all Oh, yeah. So, no, I mean, a uh, lot of libertarians, that's what they classify themselves as. It's like, yeah. you know, very socially uh, for liberty mm-hmm. and very economically for liberty. Honestly. We're for liberty. That's Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the libertarian um, position. And so I looked into everything and I was like, wow, I agree with Ron Paul more than all these other guys. And when I voted, I'm so sorry. When I voted for, uh, what was his name? What's his name? The Republican dude. Huh? I was going to say Bernie. I was like, McCain or Romney? Romney, Romney. So when I voted for Romney, I was settling because I thought Ron Paul had dropped out, which he technically did, right? I would say he he was more ousted by the the Republican Party. He didn't exactly win the nominee. Yeah, he didn't win the nomination. And I was really upset about that. So I settled for Romney because I didn't know about. So Ron Paul got me, got my toes dipped in, you know, got my feet wet got my 
planted like, some seeds there huh listening to that guy seeds talk with liberty oh yeah and i was just like it was like the beginning of it so um i started looking more into it and then i voted for romney but like i settled it was like the lesser of two evils because obama because that, that's what we all let's i'm sorry yeah. if, you're, if you're previously uh, like you know a duopoly party affiliated then that's literally most of the time you're voting yeah it's, it's like it's not necessarily it's not you're voting for somebody good evils. i mean like, i thought not, that that the Republican candidates were pretty vile, but I was just like, oh, I cannot support like this expense, like expansion of government that the Democrats advocate mm-hmm. for. There's just no way. Yeah. I was like, there's yeah. no way. Um, so anyway, so um, I voted for him and then 2016 came and I was so excited. You guys, I was so excited for the Republican party. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to vote for Rand Paul. Like he's going to, he better win. He better get the nomination. And I was so excited. And I was like, okay, if I don't vote for him and mind you, I was still technically, <laughs> I was a registered Republican at this time. I had gotten my toes wet, but I didn't really explore the libertarian party more than Ron Paul. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really know that there was another option. Like I just didn't know. Um, so I was super excited. I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to vote for Rand Paul. If that doesn't happen, like I'll vote for Ben Carson. And like, those were it. Like, I was like, I'm not voting for these other guys. Like, I'm just not. But then <laughs> it gets worse. They're like, oh, Trump is going to run, like run on right. the Republican ticket. And I was like, hell no. Yeah. Like even the entire, if you guys don't remember the entire Republican party, including Fox, hated trump they all did in the beginning he was not popular by the republicans at all and actually to be honest that was the only reason i was kind of a like appealed by him i was all like dude these guys hate him they hate him i was like the republican establishment hates him i was like maybe he can do it you know i was like maybe he can make some real damn change you know like i was like maybe maybe this guy is the guy i was like he's got terrible rhetoric rhetoric shitty rhetoric yeah. I'm like, but but whatever. It's like, I mean, I want the system dismantled. Really, that's what I felt like. I was like, we need I to have less government overreach. Like, <laughs> he wasn't a career politician. That's the only yeah. reason why I ever even liked Trump. I still don't vote for him, but yeah. it's the only reason why I was like, me, he's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I liked like for a split second I liked him because everyone else hated him and everyone like normally hates me yeah you got like, that oh, rebel I... mentality right somebody wants you to do yeah. something you're like no I'm doing the opposite just like with your yeah. whole politics <laughs> so I, was like, I liked him for a split second because everyone hated him mm. and I was like okay okay but when I heard him speak, I was like, I'm not about this at all. Like, I'm just, I'm not about this. Like, I'm, I'm really not. And so when he got the nomination, I literally, when him and Hillary actually, because I think they announced it on the same day that they both got the nomination. And I, I actually wanted Bernie to beat Hillary because I hated Hillary with a passion. And I still do because she's a monster. She's yeah. a monster. Um, I hated her with a passion so i was like i'm really hoping bernie gets that nomination um and then i was like really hoping anybody but trump got the nomination but then when they picked like the two worst possible people i was like i'm out i can't i can't do this like i'm not i'm not voting for either of them and so i was like there's got to be something else like there's got to be another answer like there's got to be something anything else um so i started looking into gary johnson and jill stein and i was like you know what okay so <laughs> I voted for Gary and then I think I was like still like no I'm still a Republican Trump's just not a real Republican and then I saw my party slowly 
or my party at the time slowly becoming 180 in mm -hmm. a sense like yeah. bull like total bs and i was just like i'm not about this anymore <laughs> like i'm i'm just you guys are so full and then i realized that the republican side was just as hypocritical as the democratic side they were equally full of shit yeah <laughs> they were when you, when you see it from the outside and you're mm -hmm. like oh they're they're yeah. both they're both the yeah. Uh, yeah hypocritical POS is yeah. yeah damn <laughs> yeah I was yeah. like oh I was like okay this makes more sense and then I started looking to the libertarian party and I was like what have I been doing this there whole time go. like you said er earlier I was just like I feel like I've been a libertarian the whole time and I mm -hmm. just didn't know it and um because I've been always like anti-war but like more than anything freedom was like always such a big deal to me like to be unrestricted mm-hmm and just like just don't hurt anybody else and i think basically the millennial language of libertarianism is you do you boo just don't force anybody else to be like you or don't hurt anybody mm -hmm. so i was just like yeah i'm in cool. all right well welcome thanks <laughs> I'm like you got here a lot quicker than i did though so <clears throat> technically you sorry that was so me, long huh? <laughs> sorry that so, was long it's a process but... it's a process yeah. it's okay we all have quite the story Jessica. 2016 though so yeah <laughs> jessica where uh where are the origins of, of your liberty affiliation um mine is actually pretty easy um i graduated high school in 2010 turned 18 in 2010 registered as a libertarian because i grew up in a really really small village essentially outside of vegas and it was very mormon very republican very very conservative mm -hmm. and so me and my group of friends were always like little anarchist punk kids who were like <laughs> fuck you i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do what you tell me to do right. like, this no. is just like a little north of like like slc punk in my head right now like i don't know if you've ever, ever seen that movie i'd love that movie um that my town's location <laughs> is is south of that is um, it south? but i'm not gonna say the exact town okay no that's fair um, of course um, so yeah, my, my town is still in Nevada. It's just right outside of Vegas. Technically, we're, we're a suburb of Vegas, but there's literally like Vegas desert for an hour in my town, which can be any town outside of Vegas. So, but anyway, um, everybody was very, very religious, very conservative. Me and my friends were just like, nah, fuck you. We're going to drink. We're going to party. We're going to do drugs. And you guys suck. And then in 2018, when I turned 18 and graduated high school, um, wait a minute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sorry. I'm like trying to think back uh, on when you had to like register to vote or whatever. I was like, well, I'm not a Democrat. You guys are just as crazy as Republicans. I'm not a Republican. You guys suck. Uh, I didn't know anything about the Green Party. I didn't know anything about like constitutionalist and then libertarian. And I had known about what that was a little bit through my um, my high school, like, uh, U.S. politics class, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I kind of knew a little bit about it. And I was like, hey, they like guns. I like guns. They like being left alone. I like being left alone. <laughs> so that is what made me register as libertarian. So I've always been one. I'm not a convert, which, I mean, I kind of wish that I was because then I would have more insight on the other two parties. But basically from day one, I was like, no. Mm -mm. I don't like how religious the right is. I don't like how identity politics the left is. I just, I'm just not about it. So, 
Yep, that's All my right. story. Very short and quick. Straightforward too, right? You just, just straight lined it. You're like, yeah, yep. there you go. <laughs> well, I mean, <clears throat> my family's pretty conservative uh, across the board. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I got really into politics because my uh, my parents used to always talk a lot of politics or there would be a lot of shouting at the television when when stuff would go down. You know, <laughs> that was always fun, especially when you're real little. Uh, but uh, it all went from uh, after 9-11. It just uh, I got more and more involved with politics and, and I was kind of sold on the whole, uh, you know, uh, anti-terrorism. We got to go get these guys. We need to. Uh, uh, be in foreign countries spreading uh, democracy and that's uh, that's the best thing for their entire world best thing for everybody is if they just kind of jump online with uh, our kind of system here right and uh, I was sold on it for a long time I kind of slowly started to step away from that the more and more you know information came out the more horrible you know it got you know the more tragic things you watch on the news but uh I mean I when I when it came to voting I, I did always vote Republican uh, but it was never really because I was like excited or passionate about any of the candidates. It was really just because the de the Democrats, right? Like, I mean, will always advocate for more government. And I've never been about more government intervention. I've always been for I want to be left alone. I like my freedom. And I don't think that they should be, you know, telling more and more people what to do or uh, or or even taking more money from other people because most of the time uh, I mean we know that that it usually doesn't really affect the classes that the Democrats are going after the you know 0.1% but it usually always does affect the people who are just working and trying to make a living and so I could never get behind a Democrat I just couldn't and uh, but I didn't vote for anybody who was too much better either so uh, when Trump came around uh, I kind of did get hopeful with uh, just like with what you said, like, I mean, the Republican establishment did not like him. They hated him. And I was like, OK, well, and he, he's not saying necessarily all the same things that like traditional Republican politicians say or, you know, and so like, I mean, he was kind of unapologetically just him. And so I was like, you know, why not? Like, why not? This guy can do it right. Like maybe this guy can uh, start making some real change from the inside. And uh, I did in 2016 vote for Trump, but um, I think that it instantly changed my tune just the first bill that he signed. And I was like, how much did he just spend with the first damn bill? And I'm like, this guy was supposed to cut spending. He was supposed to try to help eliminate the debt. And what did he just sign? And of course, then like I just started to notice that like friends and, and family members, I mean, like there was just this, this weird collective like talking points that they would give excuses for you know what i mean for like your own like your party's politicians and i'm just like you start hearing the same shit and i'm just like have i been falling in line with some of these like talking points and not really fucking thinking for myself and i was like oh son of a bitch so like time after time things would go around uh with things that trump would would do that i just i'm like i cannot support whatsoever and then uh finally a friend of mine on facebook had shared a meme for dr joe jorgensen and so i was all like wait a minute like this sounds like something i can get on board with so uh i looked into her her website and then I, I i sat down in my living room and i watched an entire interview done by her on the lp network with uh her and spike cohen and by the end of it i was just like what the hell have i been doing like <laughs> like i am like so much for all this like it's ridiculous and so once i got on the lp website and checked out the platform I was like, man, this is like me to a T. This is where I align. This like, 
this feels like a home, you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I get a, a couple head turns ever since I've become a libertarian. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, there's always uh, uh, issues whenever you uh, become super passionate. Cause like you're sitting there teaching non-aggression while also kind of being aggressive and then ruining Christmas. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, my husband doesn't let me uh, start conversations with his Republican friends anymore. No, oh, yeah. So I'm not allowed to, I just have to be quiet. Yeah. I just, I just have to remember that, like, I mean, I'm not outside of continuing to make mistakes, even though, you know, I feel like an adult ish. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were at an event with his friends and I wasn't trying to be aggressive. <laughs> I wasn't right. And they were, it was only like a couple months ago and they were like, Oh, well, who are you guys voting for? And everybody was like Trump. And they were like, why? And they were like, cause we like guns and the Democrats are crazy. And then my ass, I just have to say something. And I'm like, oh, I like guns too. That's why I'm voting for Jorgensen. Yeah. And they were like, why? And I was like, well, Trump passed more gun legislation than Obama. So mm. that's why. Well, I mean, you can't even point. Yeah. I mean, the, the most, the, the, the biggest thing to point out is I was like, he used a direct executive order in order to make a gun law, even if it was banning something that you don't like. He did that, which means he set the precedent. So the next, any next guy that gets in the office that you don't like is going to be able to do that. And I'm like, that's massively bad. And I'm like, so like, after seeing that crap go down, I'm like, how, can, how, how can you even pretend like this guy gives a crap about you or your damn second amendment? How? <laughs> like the conversation that I was having with his friends probably would have been a lot better if my snarky ass didn't follow it up with, oh, okay, we'll have a good day with your bump docs. Never mind. <laughs> that, yeah. See, after that I, it was just I, I, I feel night. like i feel like that that might be a problem with a, a lot of libertarians just in general it's just because like i mean with what we believe which was what we're actually going to get into here is that the the aggressive the aggressing point where where even your political affiliation or the the people that you want in like you have to realize that they're going to be making these laws and doing these things that will be dictating people's lives and so a libertarian position is like <laughs> you can't you're not supposed to be able to force or dictate anybody else's lives as long as like they're not harming the the rights of another individual right mm -hmm. so let's uh let's go ahead and dive into uh into the principles of uh of liberty so uh, esther now we're gonna go full circle we'll go back around to you you uh you have the lp platform that you uh boom right there you want to go over a few principles with us um, okay, so this is actually on a meme. It looks like this. I don't know if you can see that. Is that the meme that I shared to my page? <laughs> That's yeah. on Newfound Liberty. I think and so. And that I've shared too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I <laughs> believe it's actually. It's a, yeah. So if, if you okay. listeners want to reference it, you can just scroll down a bit. It's right there. <laughs> okay. Um, so principle number one, self-ownership. I'm just going to like read through this, okay? That's fine. Um, you and you alone own your life, your body, and no one else is entitled to your life, your body, and productivity that stems from it. Principle number two, since you own yourself, no one else has a legitimate claim to initiate force on your life, body, and property. Principle number three, property rights. You have a right to own land, acquire property. No one is entitled to your justly acquired property. Principle number four, free individuals with property rights are free to exchange with each other. This is known as a market process. Principle number five, voluntarism. Arrangements in society should be based on voluntary participation, which is like the whole like consent thing, like no force, yeah. um, which we'll go over. Um, 
principle number six, decentralization. Society should evolve based on a de decentralized market process, not a centralized political process, like competition, mm -hmm. right? Um, we are all individuals with equal rights. The rights of no individual should be abridged, especially to privilege another. So like your fear doesn't trump my rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, or you can't or you can't coercively take something from somebody just because you're trying to give somebody else more rights because then you're already violating rights in the process, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, like exactly. That's, that's fundamentally not morally sound. Like if you say, mm -hmm. "Oh, well, I care about somebody's rights, so we're going to take this action to make their lives better uh, because but, they haven't been so good," and then in the process of you doing that, you're actually harming other people. So you know, it, it's not it's not a yeah. win situation, not a sound argument. You know, not a moral. Not a moral back to that one, is there? <laughs> okay, um, there's two more. Uh, libertarianism promotes the ultimate tolerance, the tolerance of the individual and their rights. And last one, consenting adults should be able to enter, should be able to enter any contract they wish and call it whatever they want. Works for me. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, should we talk about the NAP? <laughs> absolutely okay non-aggression principle a moral stance which asserts that aggression is inherently illegitimate no matter if the result of those actions is damaging beneficial or neutral to the owner when they are against the owner's free will and interfere with his rights or self or his rights to self-determination or the principles of self-ownership in contrast to pacifism, the non-aggression principle does not preclude violence used in self-defense or defense of others. Many supporters argue that the NAP opposes such policies as victimless crime laws, taxation, and military drafts. NAP is the foundation of most present-day libertarian philosophies. Just don't force see, others. See, the NAP is a pretty is a pretty good core principle that that we follow by because usually the NAP can be applied to just about any of the other principles we've talked about and still maintain mm -hmm. water, right? Like, I mean, forcing people yeah. to do things or forcing people from things or forcing your hands on somebody is ultimately not not sound as far as you know as morality is concerned. Yeah, I think forcing it all is just kind of a dick move. Well, yeah. I also think that it's just naturally. <laughs> uh unacceptable like just because people naturally don't like being forced to do things so when you try exactly. to force them uh it usually mm -hmm. doesn't go over well like yeah uh, it, we go decades and centuries of people being forced to do things to fall in line to just you know abide, abide by you know their their master's uh mm -hmm. rule and then it usually doesn't end up well for them you know I mean, people will kick and scream if you try to just put like, you know, Me. if you just try to hold them down, right? <laughs> Me. But that's natural. I got that way too. Here's a, here's a cute little story. So when my son, we had, we had put the gate around uh, the living room area so that he could stay in the living room and play like, you know, while we're cooking and doing whatnot. So, so naturally it's, it's already there, but like when we, when we put him down, I'm sitting on the couch and then he just gets mad and angry and he just starts screaming and I'm trying to play with him, trying to calm him down. He's just yelling and grabbing the gate and shaking it. And then all I did was open the gate and I was like, fine, dude, you win. And then silence. Oh, 
My daughter started laughing, giggling, and walking around <laughs> everywhere. I was just like, damn, dude wanted to be free. Like, that's it. No orders. <laughs> yeah. just wanted freedom. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Me. They, yeah. Every, I think Literally. everybody fundamentally, that's all they really want. <laughs> that's been me since birth. I was like, let me out of here. I want freedom. <laughs> the walls are closing in around me. Okay. Uh, um, all right. So, um, uh, I've been reading a book called uh, The Libertarian Mind. It's by David uh, Boaz. I've also shared a picture of it in the group. Uh, and um, so luckily for me, like some of the material that I've been going over has been uh, natural rights, especially when it comes to the, uh, the, the fundamental principles of liberty and libertarianism. So um, w- what's interesting about uh, uh, David's perspective on it is that he takes a lot of information from so many different uh, philosophers and uh, basically uh, um, liberty think tanks over centuries, centuries of, of just of coming up with these ideas and where they kind of originated from. So um, we would say that like, um, as far as like uh, natural rights are concerned is that there isn't really a, a, uh, a number of natural rights out there. There's actually more of like an infinite number of, uh, of rights, but they're all kind of found uh, they're all, they all kind of derive from the same one core idea that um, you should be able to be free and live your life however you want and however you see fit, just so long as you're not impeding on the, the, the same type of freedom that is applied to any and every other individual. And then mm-hmm. through that, all these other rights just pop out of nowhere. Your right to converse with different people, your right to, uh, you know, to uh, assemble, your right to create things, your right to make things, your right to trade things. It all kind of just derives out of that if you you stick with that one kind of uh, basic rule. So uh, to say that natural rights are pretty self-evident, they're they're equal rights. So self-ownership, like you were saying before, the right to uh, self-ownership is, uh, is, is, not just uh, like it's not just ownership over your body, but it's also ownership over your actions. So you own your actions, which means that also gives you direct responsibility for whatever it is that you do um, using your body and your mind. <laughs> so the so self ownership kind of gets a little bit uh, a little bit more in depth uh, when it comes to uh, let's see here not not forcing things on other people. So. Uh, you have the right to do things with your own body to that extent, right? But uh, body autonomy is one thing that a lot of libertarians talk about when it comes to what you do with your body. Mm-hmm. So, you know, putting tattoos on it, piercings, maybe uh, ingesting uh, different types of foods that maybe some people might or, or, or drugs that some people might not seem uh, morally sound or very smart. But the thing is, is that you have self-ownership of your own body and your own right to make those decisions, but also means that you have sole responsibility for the decisions that you make. As- I hate when people use like a moral standpoint to tell other people what they can't do because <laughs> morals, the definition of morals is a personal set of guidelines. Usually, yeah. Your personal set is not my personal set. Exactly. So if you don't want to do it, fine, don't do it, but I'm going to. Like, I have people yell at me for my tattoos all the time because they're more occult-related. And people are just like, oh, my God, you don't have any morals. And I'm like, no, my morals are fine. Your morals for (laughs) you are are yours, not mine. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I mean you're not it's not like you're forcing them to get those tattoos mm-hmm. like, you're not like 
it's not like oh you get near them in a in the within that six feet parameter and boom they're they're all of a sudden contaminated or some crap you know i just like have a little tattoo machine in my pocket and like right you're just like i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you (laughs) (laughs) but i mean uh you know a a lot of i mean there are people who argue like especially when it comes to tattoos religiously that it's not a sound thing to do but that's that's their religion that that has nothing to do with with like me or with with anybody else it only has to do with the person who's practicing that religion you know i just don't even want to get started on religion (laughs) but i I mean to be fair religion. religion can exist uh can coexist so long as you're not trying to force it on people if mm-hmm. you're not forcing and, yeah, and but like how often is that the case well i mean it's not as far as like <laughs> people trying to convert people very often especially when it comes to what i would call like the middle eastern religions are, are, are pretty good about that i think all monotheistic uh, religions are built upon like let's see how many we can convert right it's it's uh yeah. well i that's kind of power within the church right and, and, and you can look at that more or less like a a government in of itself just using it is the vatican is literally like its own government it's everything oh yeah yeah Yeah. that goes gets into the the whole issue when it came to the just a a government or like a monarchy state and the and the the trouble that it had with uh the power between the church and the power between the actual the state so like the king would have the divine right right because he was chosen by god but then the church also has the right uh, like the power because they're 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 the divine you know they're the divine uh um let's say uh leader like god on earth I mean. they speak for him right you know they're oh, they're, the they're, they're the interpreters of the of mm-hmm. what uh, everybody should and has to be doing and they got this big old book of like all these strict rules and like but it's funny because Locke, uh john Locke actually states that like if you actually look at it from its like most animalistic uh, like instinction you know he will say like when man is born he's born into the world naked you know and and alone and he's got to figure out a way in order to uh figure out his surroundings and what he has around him in order to change things and and to do things in order to survive in order to live right and then he comes across other people who are doing the same thing and either it can get it can be just completely violent and hostile toward one another or they can both figure things out use the tools and resources that they find to create something and then do uh, an exchange for one person is clearly not going to be better at everything and you know it's going to need things that it's not good at as well so that that trade kind of makes a society start to form right yeah the working together yeah yeah i mean it goes from bartering to like i mean maybe i need a maybe i need a porch built but i mean all the people who build porches don't want the corn i grow in the you know in the field and so i got to figure out a way to you know with the corn and then eventually like naturally money was kind of brought into play like as a, as a way to exchange for just about every kind of item you know but um <laughs> Like we are still on a barter system technically because that's yeah. all money is. Like oh, I barter yeah. my time, you pay me, then I can use that money to barter for something else. Yeah, it's, it's all, just middleman. Yeah, it's it's basically yeah, that's basically all it is. I mean, like I think it was in Virginia that uh, years and years ago they actually used to uh, to trade barrels of tobacco for goods. So yeah. it'd be like, well, huh? and then and then they would have these <laughs> barrels of tobacco like stored in places that kind of worked as a bank, and then the bank would make notes that would be like, okay, well you have this many barrels that you can take this voucher for in exchange for something, you know, on the marketplace. Right. And so that's more or less what money is. I love is. the smell of dried tobacco. 
it's it's pretty nice. The smell is so good. It smells so good. (laughs) This is gonna sound really gross, but I like the smell of red Marlboro cigarettes because it smells like a barbecue. It smells like somebody's having like a bonfire barbecue. I, you I know, know my you like the cowboy so, killers. I have a huh? sister who just used to love the smell of Marlboro <laughs> cigarettes. Like no, but like specifically the red ones because okay, so when I was little, all the Korean like um men, like all the church members, like the men or just like uncles and whatnot, like they specifically smoked the red one. The so it smell Marlboro. association. It's like a smell, and I don't know, like it always is it like, like a nostalgic like feeling in your yeah. head just sparks whenever you smell it. And, smell association. I hate the smell of like cigarettes, except for those specific ones. <laughs> so, like the fresh tobacco when you pull it out, or when it's burning. Like when you light a red Marlboro. Right when you light it. And out. I don't All smoke, right. so like I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. So I don't smoke. It's just like the secondhand <laughs> smell. It's like just the second. I used well, to smoke Marlboro very... wet red one hundreds like a pack a day when I was in high school. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I was like all about those cowboy killers. That was my brand. I used to smoke camel wides when I was in high school. Oh, my stepdad smokes camel wides and just the smell of them. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I jumped so back gross. and forth between lots of different cigarette brands over the years for sure. But I've definitely been smoking for way too damn long. <laughs> Newports were my celebration cigarettes. Oh, I love oh, Newports. Newports Newport never so ever watch porn on regular television. Never yeah. eat wet pussy on a rainy Tuesday. Oh man, I had a friend who always said never eat wet pussy on Robotussin, but I found that was a lot of fun back in the day. But that's Robo story. tripping. Oh my, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> that's for a different time. Okay. Yeah, different <laughs> podcast, guys. Yeah, I know, right? This is a. Uh... <laughs> I can't wait uh, for my family members to watch this and be like, "God damn it, Sean!" <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't need to know that. Right. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, property rights is, a uh, isn't, is, uh, is also something that, uh, you had spoken about the, via the, the little, um, yeah. uh, meme, I guess we can call it. Uh, so property, meme, um, yeah. especially nowadays is usually referred to as like land, right? Don't mm-hmm. most people just kind of well, get that fixation in their head. I mean, we don't, but I mean, okay. like most people that I talk to, they're thinking you're like, oh, you got some property somewhere. And it's like, well, I got property in my pocket. You know, I got property and yeah. wearing property right now. Like, right. This is, this is all my stuff. Like, this is property. Um, speaking, speaking of land, though, I know that geo libertarians, which Ava is, don't believe in owning <clears throat> land land because they believe in like the land value tax and like natural resources right stuff like that i don't what really do you mean they don't believe in owning land? It. like you can own property like you can own a house on a land but like the piece of land itself something i don't i'm not too sure about it but See, that's um, something i actually do want to dive into when it comes to this uh there's this uh the fundamentals of like what they call it mutualism or they even call it like uh some kind of uh it's 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 a type of libertarianism that exists but without really much uh recognition of property rights and to me that's kind of i don't know alien like i don't know it's hard for me to kind of get that so like i i kind of want to bring some outsiders from Mm -hmm. my perspective in to kind of discuss it a little bit more with me but i think there's like 
Go ahead. This your podcast is mainly for like new people who are getting into libertarianism, right? Usually new people, newcomers on. It's supposed to just be like, oh, people are talking about like it from the start, kind of the exploration of it, right? Should we kind of explain that there are different types of libertarians? I like have, there I are have my intro socialists. kind of says that there's different types of libertarian uh, libertarians, and that more or less that if you do stumble upon the liberty movement, there's guaranteed a place for you. Or usually mm-hmm. is even even for the avid socialist or the communist or you know the hardcore capitalist there are places for them i'm sorry my face gives me away yeah i, I yeah i can't I help it <laughs> <laughs> if i if i, tr- I, tr- if I try you know, not to you know it's funny, like the only time like usually i get turned off the second anybody even mentions things like socialism or communism but the second they say <laughs> no Same. strictly voluntary nobody can be forced into it like it has to be a complete system yeah but people- how often does it stay voluntary Usually not, but that's why it would only be able to exist on small scales. Like it would only have to be in like small communities. Like they with the hippie communes exist, and I mean Amish communes like work very well. You know, they don't. They as don't long go... as they stay on their part. Well, see, that's the thing. There, that's the thing is, that, here, is that, all, that only some of the mutualists that I've met, some of them kind of like they're like, okay, well, I mean, uh, <clears throat> even in the event of zero government, like an and cap society would be a default. Like, you know, I, I work to, it's funny because we're talking about all these things that my newcomers are probably like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> What's an ANCAP? But I some don't of even them, understand all the different like yeah, sections. Some of them, some of them of basically, it. some of them do believe in property rights, but they believe that they, they can collectively just decide to share and acquire their own property and make their oh. own community that way. And uh, liberty. Well, yes, that's what I'm saying. That it's that's fine. what I want to do. Basically, <laughs> I want a whole bunch of us to get well, together yeah, and just I mean, like that, that buy land. A, a kind of a form of mutualism, or at least just be around like-minded people. But you would still kind of trade amongst them. You know, <laughs> I mean, more or less. Well, the capitalists probably would. While like maybe mutualists just don't really think that it's necessary to put in things like money. It's just like they all kind of just help each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, it's such and such down the street. Like their house. Uh, was it? Uh, pipe broke. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go there this this afternoon and fix it for them, you know. But no charge, no Aww. nothing. If, if they want to do that, that's fine. Like, as long as they're not forcing anybody into it, they're yeah. not hurting anybody. And shit, like if I walk by a place like that and like they're doing great, I'm like, hey, why not, man? Maybe I might give it a try. <laughs> you know? Oh my god, can you imagine the fucking headlines with the news if like we actually made like a libertarian compound? They'd be like, oh, new cult. Right, but I feel like a lot of libertarians, <laughs> from what I understand, are are really trying to like create pockets in in the in the nation like at least yeah there's one in new hampshire libertarians in order to make sh- to make the society free... that they kind of want to see the one in new hampshire is called like free people project I the think. free state, state project, project. Yeah. that's state it project. free state project yeah, there's still i think i don't know i think this last election changed over a lot uh, as far there was a lot of wins for the free state it's project but as far blue. as i knew new hampshire was voting blue like last yeah. that i knew so like, they voted more blue than california all right, so this is like this. All they got, they got these this small group of libertarians, and then the rest Democrats. <laughs> Which is really funny that like New Hampshire is super Democrat because their motto is like, isn't it like fucking don't tread on me? Like that's where it comes from. If you look into the actual constitution of the state of New Hampshire, you'll love it. It's like probably one of the best ones we have. Yeah, in that's the what I was looking at. Cause yeah. I was I'm trying to talk my husband into like taking a trip up there just to check it out, and I was yeah. like, dude, this state is totally leave me the fuck alone and i'll leave you alone yeah absolutely i mean i was pretty sold on it even the gun laws i'm just like man these guys rock (laughs) they get it (laughs) like they're like not even they even put into the constitution i think that not not even a federal overreach can infringe on their second amendment rights so i'm like nice what what am i doing over here you know like (laughs) right dude i'm in i'm in colorado and colorado's super blue 
That's true. It didn't always used to California. be California. Neither did Nevada. So like I'm I'm from Nevada and Nevada is like we were red for a long time. And now recently every election until this last one, you guys were red. Well, we got red after um oh well no, we got blue after Obama. Oh, okay. Like we've been blue since Obama and like our governor fucking sucks. And I'm just like, why do you guys keep voting Democrat? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Mm. Well, I'm from New Mexico, but I mean, I live in Arkansas right now. And I got to tell you right now, the governor of New Mexico is, uh, I would say the political rant session right now. But um, as far as like her actions and what she's been doing to the people there, I just honestly, I would, I would put her behind bars pretty, pretty quick if, if I, uh, if I had to say so in it, the amount of people's lives who have been ruined and businesses and just. Uh, Nevada governor did the same. It's like, yep. He made a, he made a city big over deal. There. It's it's fucking ridiculous because all these governors make a huge deal and they're just like, no, you need to close down your business. No, you can't go outside. No, you can't do this. And then the next day they're out eating at restaurants with live bands yep. playing, not oh, wearing yeah. masks, doing whatever the hell they want. Yeah, it's and rules it's like, for thee, not for me. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And nobody has an issue with it. And if you do, then you're labeled an anti-masker or you're labeled a, a pandemic conspiracist and i'm like nah dude i I, just think it's dumb i've had that i've had that issue too i've even had that uh that argument with uh amongst libertarians just because i don't believe in forcing people to do things and so they're they're like i don't either so you're i'm not i'm not denying Mm -hmm. science or nothing like that but i'm just like i just don't think that you should be like i mean for, for if you even look at the entire situation like forcing these people out of jobs and then now you're gonna be like oh i caught you out without a mask so here's a 150 dollars fine like oh yeah great they can afford that too it's just like you basically it only looks like the state is trying to force people to be homeless like that's all it's looking like (laughs) i was watching i was watching something on youtube last night about like how california's strict like shutdown laws or whatever have really really hurt local businesses and this guy was Mm -hmm. like i literally followed everything that newson or newsom told me to do and they still come here and give me a $500 fine every day. I'm up to $9,000 in debt over the last like month and a half. Yes. And I don't understand how they think this is okay. And I'm like, well, yeah. stop fucking voting for them. Um, I don't know what else you want me to say. Speaking of, I'm going to talk about this. Um, this is our political so, rant segment, ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know. So, <laughs> Governor Newsom of my great state of California, California, um, so he made this, like, whole super strict lockdown thing and said you can't, like, have a mass gathering of more than eight people or whatever. He has, like, an indoor gathering of, like, 12 people during Thanksgiving or something like last year during that time and i'm just like you hypocrite like you him and a whole bunch of california politicians also took a fucking trip to hawaii the mayor of denver get through telling people during the the was it just months ago for christmas right he's like you guys need to do your best and or was it thanksgiving or christmas but you guys really just need to skip seeing family this year and then the son of a bitch got on a plane and flew Mm -hmm. to fucking uh mississippi Mm -hmm. to see his family yeah yeah it's just like i i don't understand how people are still buying into what these politicians are saying when it's so blatant that the rules only apply to us they don't Dude, apply to them. i swear it's almost like now watching the like i thought i don't know i thought maybe it might just be my whole newfounded uh, uh libertarian ideology here but uh 
I was like, man, is this, this is, is, have I just been this blind that like now, but now I'm just like, it's blatant. Like I'm talking to other Mm -hmm. people, even Democrats and Republicans who are just like, oh no, this is ridiculous. I'm like, they're almost like in your face. Like, I dare Mm -hmm. you, I dare you to try and step to this authority. Like, no, we make the rules and that's the way this goes. And you don't really have any freedom and you never really did. And we're going to make that obvious right now with this whole pandemic thing. We're going to use this to remind you who's (sighs) boss. And I'm like, unbelievable. That's disgusting. Yeah. The amount of authoritarianism is so gross. I... See, that's where I, I get that's see, that's where I get it wrong. Right. So like we get we we get this the feeling about that whenever we see these types of authoritarian action or these advocators for this type of authoritarianism. Right. And so then we get on these threads, even like on social media. And I just I see red sometimes and I lose it. I'm like, you know, I'm going to troll the hell out of you. I don't I'm, even care. This isn't a conversation. I'm just I'm gunning for blood. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, I'm, damn, Sean, that's not how you convince people of liberty. Like, <laughs> like I made a post not, the other not day attractive at all. I made a post the other day to where like a whole bunch of people were attacking me and calling me a Trumper, which is actually really fucking funny. But um, (laughs) it was it wasn't even the other day. It was like a couple months ago. It was during uh, the protests. And then when Trump had his rally in uh, Oklahoma. Mm. Um, So I made a post. The one where he got pwned. Yes, yes. Yeah, where people on TikTok they, they were like, let's buy tickets and not know. So many people, right? Yeah. But I made a post and it was literally, <laughs> I took a screenshot from the week before of the news headlines. And then I took a screenshot from the week after. The week before, it was saying, ha ha ha, Trump had nobody at his rally. Aha, blah, 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 blah. And then the next week, it was saying, because of Trump's rally, there's a huge spike in COVID. Oh. And I'm like, so wait, wait a minute. The spike in COVID isn't because of the protest. It's because of Trump's rally that had no one there, right? Oh, and then man. people were like, oh, you're just a Trump supporter. And I was like, I'm not. I'm just pointing out how the media is lying to you and you just don't yeah. well, you can't even, care. Like, it's, it's difficult mm-hmm. too, especially whenever you now align a little bit more, you know, way below the whole the the uh, um authoritarian you know midpoint there where you start to get into the well i'm okay with making somebody do this because of this reason but when you get below it and then you're just trying to point out the hypocrisy on like both sides and you're like do you see like how asinine this is like even just the coverage of this stuff that the media is doing and they're just like well you're this you know you're obviously opposed to this and then they just want to throw you in that side and i'm just like no i'm not like (laughs) i'm trying to show you that like you're not blaming trump for absolutely everything that goes wrong you must love him i can't stand him i'm just telling you factually it's wrong yeah either he had a whole bunch of people there to cause a significant covid spike or ha 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 no one was there he sucks like Like it can't be both you got to yeah. make up your mind on that, Absolutely. but it's like, nah, no, nah. they just want to push the narrative in whatever direction they feel is necessary as they go. And we, and we love to call that just the great big pop propaganda machine, don't we? And so that's what they do. That's like the whole thing I got with like uh, the whole Obama era. I was, a little, I was like, Obama was, was separating children from their families at the border, mm-hmm. his entire yeah. like administration. And like, in fact, his administration built a lot of those cages, like those cages. And when you try to point that out, it's like, well, it doesn't matter. Like you can't, if you're going to have that mentality, you're for Trump. Trump. And I'm like, oh God, here we go. No, Uh. (laughs) no, take both. Both are responsible for it. Yeah, but you're you're trying to point out, you're like, but don't you see that that's what the mainstream media is doing? Like you're watching this particular biased narrative 
Absolutely. propaganda machine and that's what they've been feeding you they didn't tell you it's about crazy. obama doing it but they definitely told you that trump was doing it and mm -hmm. that you need to be mad and you needed mm -hmm. to hate him and i'm like and you don't see where there's the problem there like what yeah. you're watching and what you're feeding into like <laughs> um i just want to throw a quick disclaimer out there for anybody uh that might watch me saying this okay so i am um pro hear me out i am pro masked because i do like you know trust the medical professionals or whatever mm -hmm. and i am wearing a mask but i don't believe in federal mandates so like i believe in you know recommendations like they can be like we recommend this or we highly recommend this just to like you know help our society like help you know decrease whatever we yeah. recommend it we recommend social distancing we recommend wearing masks but i don't believe in federally mandating because that's force. And as libertarians, we don't believe in force. And when you try to force someone to do something or when you mandate something, you're going to get pushback. You're going to get pushback. Um, I'm in so Arkansas. All right. We had mandates. They don't do shit here. Okay. Yeah, There's people so in stores without masks everywhere. That doesn't do any good. They the, don't give a shit. I'm 100% honest. The masks that people wear don't do fucking shit. They don't. I, it's not that time, I'm an anti-masker. Yeah. Wear the mask if you yeah. want to. I wear a mask. I'm in Denver. I don't have a fucking choice. Well, I but think that the the good thing do that shit. I think the good thing that Esther was making is the point of non-force is what we we believe in as libertarians, which is a good principle to have. Because I mm -hmm. I kind of said the same thing. I mean, I believe I don't believe that you should be robbed of money or extorted just for being caught in public not wearing a mask. But I do believe yeah. that people can can give you advice on to do things to to mm -hmm. act smart about uh situations just like this pandemic and i also I, do believe in the in the rights of of private companies whether it be like a store owner or whatnot mm -hmm. who decides i don't mm -hmm. want people in my store who aren't wearing masks and yeah. they have every right they they say that they don't want people in their stores wearing uh not wearing shoes or not wearing a shirt they have every right yeah. to say hey i want you to wear a mask and if you don't want to wear a mask in my store well then you're gonna have to shop Elsewhere. And you can shop yeah, somewhere else. Exactly. And there's places, exactly. especially even here exactly. in Arkansas, where people are like, we don't care if you wear a mask or not. Come on in. Yeah. And you know mm -hmm. what? Like, uh, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. But forcing people to do it and thinking that, like, this is going to be a, 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 a this is a good approach and that this is going to save things. No, not no. really. It's actually no. going to create more tension, especially underneath mm -hmm. the people. Even if you somehow succeed to forcefully force everybody, make sure they're always wearing a mask. Exactly. Or like some of the governors being like, even when you're in your car or you're at home alone, make sure you're wearing the mask. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm the only no, one okay. here. I'm who the only one that? who's going to be here. Wait. I don't give a crap. I'm not going to wear a piece of cloth over who my mask. Who says that? Like when you're in your car or when you're at home, there have been a few. That? There have been a few. Wh <laughs> There's been people. Even here in Arkansas, where like i mean most people just like either don't give a shit oh, or you know so like dumb. you get to more the more densely populated areas here in the northwest area you'll see a lot of people wearing masks but uh, i mean i live in a smaller town a little bit more north closer to missouri yeah. and it's like they just they don't give a shit like there are people walking in and out without masks some with masks then you'll i'll be delivering pizzas you know and, uh, as a night job that i do and uh I'll drive by somebody who's wearing a mask in the car by themselves and I'm like oh all right okay I mean that cracks me up you want to wear that you go you go for it like the second I get in my I car I'm like mask. feel <laughs> do you remember I, in the I beginning like of the mask. pandemic how guys. the news was talking about how like you shouldn't be wearing masks because it'll make it worse yeah nobody ever talks about that no, anymore. I remember Fauci it's saying like, it wasn't a, a good idea to wear masks hold on I remember Sorry. Fauci saying that he did. He said it wasn't a good idea to wear. Are you going to show us oh, your yeah. mask, Esther? Sorry, my I think my computer turned off for. Wait, is this? I was on? like, her okay, screen sorry. froze for a second there. Okay, you're yeah, back. because it like turned off. Okay, look at this. 
Look how pretty it is. All right, hold on. Let me, that's a cute mask, but let me show you the type of mask that you're supposed to be wearing in order for it to actually do anything. You can come back in a hazmat suit. I'm going to laugh my ass off. <laughs> so I wear a surgical mask. Okay. And then I wear my cloth mask over because I don't trust people here. This. <laughs> Wait, how do you? I'm not this? even kidding. If you're not wearing something like this, your mask does nothing. What is that? It is the proper type of mask with the proper type of filter. I do. I, I make art and a lot of my art has chemicals. So this is the mask that I wear to protect myself from the chemicals. If you're not wearing a mask like this, that cute little cloth mask doesn't do shit. I want one. No, I want that. You can get you it on Amazon. All them out like with bucks. giant porcupines on the front of them being like, I know. Either one side taxation is theft or like, <laughs> fuck around, uh, find out. Right? <laughs> actually, this thing actually, like, ooh. So fucking scary. <laughs> right. Hey, man, if we got to do steampunk cosplay for like the next few months, I'm down. Fuck it. We'll put I, those I, mean, I, know. I don't <laughs> I wear cloth masks outside, too, though, because I'm not I'm not putting this on my face and walking outside like it's fucking the apocalypse. I'm not doing it. You got to wear the gloves but, and pretend you're bouncing. A, but on the moon or some shit. scientifically <laughs> speaking, this is the only mask that will actually do anything to help. Yeah. I want one, but, but oh, thank God um, we all have cute cloth masks. All right. so I think I think we did pretty good with the political round here, guys. Um, I want to talk about I want to talk about something. Hold up, okay. So okay, I was talking to a couple of doctors, Wait, and they even were against mandates because they're like obviously it doesn't work, and they were actually against lockdowns because they're like as long as you social distance and wear a mask, you're fine. Like, I would just like to clarify for anyone watching that you just saw me go off on a mask rant. I am not an anti-masker. I have plenty of cloth masks that I made myself and some that I bought at stores that I wear when I go outside. I'm just saying they don't do anything. That's it. <laughs> now that I've clarified, continue. I just wanted she to voluntarily like, oh, wears the mask. Do you guys hear this? Even though she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't think it's it's valid. She still voluntarily wears the mask. Imagine yeah. that. Holy shit. <laughs> Anti-maskers piss me off because mm -hmm. not because they're like because of the whole mask thing, but because they feel it's justified to yell at retail workers oh, or sto no. store owners mm -hmm. who won't let them in. Yeah. And that pisses me off so fucking much. It's like wear the mask, go in there, or don't shop there. Like yeah. what is so hard for you to understand? Exactly. And it's like, if especially like, you know, as somebody that has worked at customer service and the restaurant industry, like it's not like, what am I supposed to do? I don't own the place. Like I just work there and I'm not <laughs> working there right now. But I mean, it's like for somebody that works, just works there. It's like, what are they supposed to do? All they do is work there. They're just getting a paycheck. Uh, people are right? inconsiderate. You're gonna yell at I honestly, honestly feel like the, the whole situation just brings out a lot of the worst in people. I mean, we're, we've been I isolated from being course. with our friends and our family and like socializing. And like, I think that it's just, it's had its effect on us. Like we, we aren't as like peace going when we, when we encounter things like that in public, you see somebody who's just pissed off because they're not being allowed into a store without a mask. And then it's like, you know, there's that reaction. And then you have the reaction of the person who's angry, who loses their crap because they were just on the verge of breaking to begin with. You know, maybe they haven't been working as much. Maybe they haven't been working at all. They haven't been getting shit. Their government's been forcing them not to, to be able to work and then not giving them anything in order to survive with. Like, 
it's all just all a part of this one big web that's just not good like just for society and its whole it's just not good yeah. and and i i do like i mean like i i said before i was like I, a lot of the worst comes out in me especially whenever i get that that authoritarian switch and like and to be honest like i got really bad whenever uh there was these two different guys that kind of went and started making fun of my wife for posting her libertarian posts and i just went off on them you know because i didn't care i saw oh, red why? so i was like i'm gonna fucking troll you i'm gonna send you pictures i'm gonna say anything to like you know whatnot but it's send a, them a picture of a cat butthole right but it's, <laughs> it's it's just those things it's like well when when we're put like i don't we don't get to see our friends as much i mean i used to do like like get togethers with like a group of friends at least every couple weekends you know at, at the house yeah. or go to their house or whatnot and because we're, we're not doing those things anymore you know we're not we're not getting that contact but what we are doing is we go on places like social media and then we just see nothing but like either fights or controversial issues right. and then we turn on the news and we're just waiting for the government to tell us what we can and can't fucking do and like we're all just being contained and like it's we had said at the beginning of, of the division. like we had said at the beginning of the of the of the podcast like or when I was giving the analogy of my son is that we naturally don't like that we naturally can't accept that to be can like contained and held down it just doesn't fit well with our psyche it doesn't fit well with us and how we live like we just don't respond well to it at all speaking we're social which, creatures yeah speaking of which um i think i made a status the other day uh that i got from a psychologist and she said that um long-term what is it long-term solitude or long-term like solitary confinement or something like that is a form of abuse and torture yeah. That's why they do it which is what, Yeah, which is what they're doing to us. Yeah, more or less, yeah. Essentially absolutely. with the lockdowns. Well, I, like, I couldn't get like, I couldn't get over that too, especially in so many states. I'm just like, well, why the hell does why can't why does Walmart get to follow these specific guidelines but a mom and pop shop down the road has to shut down entirely? Yeah, exactly. That doesn't make any sense. Why can't all businesses follow these types of guidelines if Walmart is allowed to do it, if Lowe's is allowed to do it because you deem because them of essential? Cronyism because of cronyism yeah it's because yeah they have they have bureaucrats in their pocket they donate to campaigns mm -hmm. that's yeah so yeah Ooh, they get they get to have they, they get to stay no, open. no it's not a you get to watch their stocks go up in the market too right you because get to watch the their stocks go up and then accumulate more wealth you know <laughs> i know it's true bailing them out but yeah. i know it's true but it's still considered a conspiracy theory especially by people on the left like i brought it up to my more very left-leaning friends and i've been like yeah. how come all of these big corporations are allowed to stay open but all of these small mom and pop stores aren't like what if there's a mom and pop shop that sells like seeds and plants and stuff like that they get closed but lowe's doesn't and they're just like oh well lowe's is essential is essential why is it how essential? Well, like do you know every job's essential mike or spike cohen fucking said that shit he's like any job that puts food on the table and makes sure that you're able to feed your family and to survive is an essential job so it's bullshit yeah. for us to just nitpick what things we decide or want to consider essential i think it's bullshit yeah, yeah. no absolutely yep. Every time I bring that up, though, my left-leaning friends are like, oh, I've that's just that because too. you hate the government. And I'm like, oh, why do you think? You're, uh, well, well no, it's, what do you mean? It's just because, like, I'm literally trying to point out, like, you're right. You're trying to point out, like, an actual, like, look, this is what they're doing. This is why they're not, like, it's not a good thing to, like, the, the amount of power that we've given these these bastards. And you're just like, oh, well, you're just a conspiracy theory. And I'm like, they literally get government bailouts. <laughs> They literally get government bailouts. Like these major corporations literally get government bailouts oh, yeah. and that's crony. 
system that's not you can't let them fail right you can't let them fail they employed too many people that's the argument they employed too many people and they offer too good of a service and i'm like well if they offered such a great service and they employed people then they would never need a bailout they would not need a bailout if they them making bad business decisions is Mm -hmm. their damn fault and like we had Mm -hmm. said before you have like a you have the uh, you get the consequences of your own actions. You have the right to yourself and what you do, but you also have to deal with the uh, the consequences for whatever it is that you do. Like that's that's self ownership. <laughs> I mean, so this might be a little conspiracy. I can I can have enough self awareness to realize that. However, <laughs> I don't remember any other pandemic that we've had like SARS or anything else over the last couple of years that has been handled to this extreme, yeah. like at all, yeah. ever. I've never seen yeah. it in my I entire think, lifetime like this. Never. I honestly think, again, not a Trump supporter, but I am right-leaning libertarian. I think that if it was a Democrat or any other Republican in office, it wouldn't have been blown <laughs> out to how it is now. I mean, quite possibly. You can look at just literally right after Biden took office, all of these uh, governors in the blue states are now pulling back on their whole strict oh, yeah. like, lockdown yeah. status, right? CNN literally crazy? took off the death toll. I mean, toll. you can you can take they, they the did and toll. like uh, they did, and I got um, I got into like two or three heated debates on Facebook about that shit, like from some private messages Same. and a couple of my 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 actual <laughs> feed posts. But I'm just like, what the the damn deaths don't fucking matter anymore all of a sudden. Nope. Well, bullshit. So he's in office and they don't matter. Also, the bastard's been in office for one day. What the fuck has he done significantly that we no longer have to keep track of the deaths? deaths On his first day in office. 4,000 COVID deaths. (laughs) No, guys. No, no, no. That can't be true because it's Biden now. That means that it's gone, guys. Come on. You're woke. And it's just like, wow. So like all of my assumptions that this was mainly political... And the it whole, whole extremist politi- uh, points of all this shit has been just basically political the whole time. Well, I, we got I, people out there. We got one, we got people out there who are actually dying from this shit. And two, we yeah. have people out there whose lives are ruined because of the, the response to this shit. And we're sitting here still uh, bitching about uh, which which motherfucker was in office during this shit going down and who's who's to blame, right? Political I can totally see people watching this and being like, oh, libertarians are anti-mask. And no, I'm not. I, mean, I, I really I'm hope not. not. I really okay. hope anybody who's watching this realizes that the whole point of this podcast is discussing the the mm-hmm. the aspect of liberty. And I, we, is, we will go on if, lots of political rant uh, segments, but everybody's but got their If opinion. the rogue admin watched this, he would definitely think we were all COVID deniers. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, is, I'm like, definitely I'm not like a COVID denier. I have people that I know personally who have actually had it. And, uh, yeah, no, me, me too. too. My yeah. dad and my dad and yeah. his girlfriend had it, and mm-hmm. like I'm not a COVID denier. I'm just I'm saying not. it's convenient. That's all. Um, I yeah. I I'm not a COVID denier at all because I literally know people that have had COVID. I know people's friends and families who have passed because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not denying it. I'm taking it so seriously. Like I am social distancing. I am you know quarantining as much as possible. Not because of the lockdowns, but you know just because um and i 
you know, it's like nice to stay away from people you don't want. I'm an see. introvert anyway. I always <laughs> right. stay away from people. Right. People are not personally. My jam. Pandemic like, aside, I'm I would be really grateful if people didn't get all up in my shit while I'm walking down the street. So stay six feet away from me forever. Same. I am. Yeah, totally it's one of the reasons outside of that. Like stay six feet away from me, like forever. Anyway, <laughs> forever. I'm not. So I'm not denying it. But the thing is, it's been so overly politicized. Oh yeah. Like they, COVID yeah. has been. Every doctor has talked about it. If, if you've seen dr mike on uh, youtube like he's like a really hot doctor <laughs> um i don't that, I didn't know look up any hot where. doctors this week on is YouTube. that the one who also took a birthday trip to florida on a yacht with his friends and there was no masks and no social distance i don't think so he's a doctor i no, that's it's that one Look, I'll dr pull it mike up. oh lord I'll pull okay. it up. Watch. <laughs> oh my god that's crazy anyway but he he was on youtube and he said like stop politicizing covid and then this doctor this other doctor um in la was like stop politicizing covid and he's he's just like all medical professionals or like the you know decent ones at least the ones that aren't dr like, mike great. I'm going to read it to you so that so that you can see a medic dubbed the hottest doctor alive has been dubbed a hypocrite for celebrating his birthday by partying on a boat with mass maskless revelers footage shows I'm not I'm not going to say that last name because I can't who is known as Dr. Mike going against his own advice as he partied on board the boat in Sunset Harbor with bikini clad women. He's a good doctor. Oh, my God. Oh, these are you sure are they weren't just naked women wearing their masks wrong or were they bikini I've seen the videos there it wasn't even supposed to be posted one of his <laughs> friends got mad at him and posted it and he had to come out with a statement and he was like you're right i'm sorry i fucked up i should have taken my own advice oh my god what a hypocrite and here i am actually taking their advice but anyway um a lot of medical well, i mean professionals... you can't take his advice now he it doesn't mean it's not good advice it just Go means that he was very life, hypocritical Esther. about the advice he was giving you know yeah go no, live your best life follow his follow his lead i mean if, if you put him before a legislator and he starts telling you you have to do this shit then we're gonna start calling no, him out all no. right then we'll go ahead i we'll, uh, take we'll recommendations i don't listen to i don't Completely listen to rhetorical. force but uh <laughs> my point was <laughs> my whole entire point was that it's been like overly politicized that they couldn't even agree on you know things while people are suffering people are dying and they can't even come to an agreement because if the other side comes up with like a good solution they're like oh it's the other side though so like we can't do it like yeah see you know, it doesn't matter like when they were signing they were trying to sign the bills right the stimulus bills and like it didn't matter like pelosi and trump weren't going to come to an accord they weren't going to just she wasn't fighting. willing to sign and it's funny too because she was bitching about that that like co suffering. that last covid bill not the one that just got passed but the previous one about mm -hmm. all of this like excessive crap that was put onto the bill ah. she was complaining about and then i'm just like look at the one you guys ended up signing to begin with like uh, like that you finally ended up signing five thousand pages all this freaking like fat stuck to it from these lobbyists and all this other shit where we're sending money to foreign countries and this doesn't really fucking help us at all <laughs> okay so totally not related but it's something that really makes me mad and i don't see enough people talking about it um i don't know why i do this um okay so <laughs> you guys remember the whole capital fucking temper tantrum with the trump supporters um yeah so later nobody's that night, gonna let us forget sister, that right the other day that because of what the trump supporters do, or but because of what the people at capitol hill did it made all other libertarians look bad and i was like that wasn't fucking us bro <laughs> like that had nothing to do with us okay but anyway anyway me and my sister were watching 
um, them go through the votes and all this stuff afterwards. And they pulled up like a, um, a tally or whatever on the screen. And it said Democrats and then a whole bunch of numbers for yes or no. And then undecided Republicans. Yes, no, undecided independents. No numbers. We technically fall under the independent category. There was nothing for us. So get a, That's put a no damn, representation. Uh, third category and in there, and it's independent. They don't even bother with us. But like, they're blatantly show, like shoving it in our faces that yeah, we know you guys exist, so we're gonna put you on the list. But fuck you, we're not counting any of you. Yeah, it's basically. like, what is what is taxation without representation? Does anybody else want to fill it's, that in? It's extortion. <laughs> it's theft that's all it is man. it's fucking theft, theft. so theft. why are you taxing me theft. well i mean i have like, a friend of, I had a, another libertarian me? friend of mine told me he's all like technically if you look at it like we are born into this world and you know previous people before us our parents and our grandparents they voted for this legislation so any taxes should be null and void for newborn people because we didn't vote for these taxes yeah i mean i just want to know why the fuck they're taxing all of us when they can't even show libertarians or green parties or any other fucking different parties Mm -hmm. on this fucking vote over who decides the next president like fuck you guys you guys don't matter but give us your money (laughs) what like my my little tiny woman brain cannot make sense of that like i can't all right guys i am gonna have to uh to cut this off now we're we're definitely past time but this is a lot of fun i know it turned into quite a really fun political rant there though that <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a, probably a lot of things that uh, i definitely wanted to talk about that uh, i was good to good to get off the shoulders but i mean hopefully viewers will watch and at least just be a little intrigued maybe by some of our talking points uh thank you also very much for tuning in um this has been newfound liberty and until next time we shall see you <laughs>